The following program is brought to you in living color. Tonight, lots to do. Lou Register is here. Pocket Goddess, Qualia Monroe, and the Odd Guy, ladies and gentlemen. Don, how was your weekend? Oh, Don. Uh, oh, no. Did I, I wake you? No, I was attending to my organ. You booped, you booped your organ. Oh, I just booped it there. I'm just saying. Anyway, lots to do tonight on the show, so we'll be right back, everybody, with Lou Register. <laughs> Seven awards for Qual. I am odd guy. I have powers beyond imagination travel at my might. I am the greatest performer because of my inability to perform. You both pity me and see me as an agent of Charles. Charles. Delight at my Charles. acting prowess. <laughs> I laugh at your ability to dismiss me and your fascination with me as an object of both ridicule and love. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. The odd guy, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, fantastic. He's an agent of Charles, Don. Ah, oh, I did not know that. That's not easy. Oh, agent of Charles. Charles. Agent of Charles. I believe that's a reference to the old Buck Henry series, Got Smart. All right, all right. Well, my first guest is not only a talented unloader of boxes and loader of boxes, but he's also my roommate and completely uninteresting. Let me welcome, let me welcome. Let me get, just I'm gonna welcome, nobody else welcome. <laughs> oh, I say, Lou Register, everybody, get out here. Hey, oh, everybody. <laughs> I'm here with the captain of the ship to talk about reckless driving. Is this your ship, Captain? Why, yes, it is. Why do you ask? Do you drive recklessly? Well, yes, sometimes I drive recklessly. Are there consequences? Why, yeah, sometimes things go terribly wrong. Oh, in fact, one time, I made a rift in space and time. Don't be like this guy. Don't drive recklessly. Hey, wait a minute. A man came into town, and he was wearing pants. Nice pants. All the people asked him, what kind of pants you wearing there, partner? He responded, I'm wearing friendship pants. They protect me and give me strength. 
and all the people gathered around because they were fascinated by the stranger's pants of confidence. And they asked him how they could get such garments that were woven from the bonds of human kindness and affection. Follow me, said the man with the pants and the colorful mind. Follow me. You know me from your favorite old TV show, and I'm still living the years, but these fun days are a lot older these days. And so you, like I, have to think about Medicare supplements. And help friend is numero uno and top dog. Take it from me. Don't knock it to your rocket. Help friend Medicare supplements for us oldies. The Panorama Public Library is not just books, but fun rooms, four-dimensional printers, Sunday story time, and more. It's Panorama... Man, I gotta stop procrastinating and work on my talk. It is on predeterminism, so there's nothing I can really do about the outcome. I might as well goof off. Maybe I'll take a nap. First, scan the sheets for fourth dimensional residue. Looks clean. Three types of pillows, representing the three bear mattress types. Hmm, and now to dream meditate. Today, partly cloudy skies, highs in the low 50s, lows in the high 30s, no rain in the forecast. More of the same tomorrow, and you're never lonely with a deal of plan. Deal of plan and never remember. Master Marcus can teach you how to chant and how to lose yourself in streams of words till soldiers come and look for horses. What, what is this style? Master Marcus, can you teach me how to scat the chant and chant my heart away until the tears from the poetry roll down the face of folks called Master Marcus today and chant your troubles away a new way? Make it the kind of dream that seems like it's a really important idea, but it's not. Make it the kind of dream where it seems like it's a really important idea, but it's not. Make it the kind of dream where it seems like it's a really important idea, but it's not. Do you remember me? Not from a television show, but from your dreams. Disguised as old teachers or forgotten cousins. I dwell in the recesses of your memories, but I am alive. A parasite. I am alive and I reside inside. I am inside you. A living memory. When you remember, you create me. Do you remember me? When you remember. <laughs> Nelson Riley, bright and pasty, widely distributed, wildly jealous of bars. Lastly, childish, mild case of the jitters. Bitter taste and wild critters jump off of bridges, switch lizards and mid-lizard seizure. Let go of aforementioned lizard, living free off a pension, slow tense dinners. With a pensive brethren, last as long or longer than sitters. With expensive printers, the print lizard. Boom! Back to where we started. Someone voted, others farted. Marches mad like the mad starch of departed snack wizards. There I said it. Meditate with bread between your butt cheeks like you're making what? Sandwiches, Bo Peeps. I wrote a play and it's called for keeps and it lasted a day and it's directed by Charles Nelson Riley. You know who you are and you may be entitled. Boop bop de beep. I'm a person from your past. Hear me out. Call now, it's free. An actual person answered and looked me up. Bang! Call now. 
$100 a month. That's $1,200 a year. $12,000 in 10 years. $800. That's 1-800-HIGH-FREE-TREE. Hate heaven, fine hero. Call now. If you're from the past, hear me out. Call 1-800-HIGH-FREE-TREE. Hate heaven, fine hero. That's 1-800-HIGH-FREE-TREE. Hate heaven, fine hero. Now. Call now. I thought I couldn't get any more money, but I called and boom, bang, boom. 10, 20, 30 times, 100,000 times 3 is 3 million. Call now. Call now. Call now. Boop, bop, the big, big, bang, bang. Boop, boop, boom. Beam, biddly, bop, boop. Poops. How to unleash your inner power. I unleashed my inner power. And it ran away from me. It ran off. Left me holding the leash. And I remembered that old adage. If you set it free and it comes back to you, then you regain your inner power. If it does not, then your inner power runs off. Perhaps it breeds in the woods. Years from now, I might meet the progeny of my inner power. You look familiar, I might say. What are you? I am... Your tenacity and stubbornness combined with a sense of moral fair play. And now my hair's all matted. Cause you let me unleash me. I mean, not me, but I don't know how those things work. I think it was your ancestor I unleashed like the cat on Red Dwarf. And now it's something different. And I regain my inner power. I love to listen with you, but if I were to do that on radio, who knows how boring that might be. We both sit silently listening. So I'm both the listener and the maker of noise, or what they call today content, and what they used to call thoughts or ideas. Now it's content mostly. It's the same idea behind, well, there doesn't need to be real cheese in that cove in its stage of affinage. We could just have plastic cheese. doesn't need to be real. And so here I am, the plastic cheese of entertainment. Now, I like to think I have some sort of substance that I have that old-timey bacterial stench of something handmade, not something that's made by machine. I'm not saying that food made by machines is not good. I've had soft-serve ice cream. Love it. And I'm not sure that that's a thing that can be made without machines unless you uh, muck up the making of the firm serve, which they don't even call it that. They should be getting all sorts of consistencies of ice cream. I say ice cream because they used to make it out of, out of eyes. They weren't really eyes. They were tapiocas, but they looked like eyes and they had pupils. Maybe they were eyes. I don't know. 
But, um, oh, things used to be scary when I was a child. Things were, were different. They were more barbaric. Also, they have a time machine. So when I was a child, I don't even know what year it was. But people had knives on their hats. That's all I remember. I remember seeing that for the first time and thinking, oh, where am I? How can I possibly live my life in a village where people are wearing knives on their hats? And then you just get used to it. And because, well, I figured I've only got the one life. And it's, well, which is true. But I'm, I was able to live in different eras, or errors, I call them. Because, gosh, have we ever gotten it right? <clears throat> when I say we, we, like there's a meeting of my species and they listen to me. They don't. I don't feel like the need to say we. You human beings, I shall defend humanity. No, I'm good. I would not, I don't know if I'd, if I would or not, if, if there's some kind of space court and they go, would well, you want to defend humanity? And I go, oh, can you give me some names of individuals? Because I sort of, that's how I've adjusted my morality to be just kind of relationship based. Is there anything, my, my general affection, I don't know. I mean, it was never good, but boy, you go back in time and you see all the things that they made people to sit on punitively. That's as far as I'll go, but gosh. Um, uh, our inhumanity to one another is m monkey-like or something. Even monkeys are some often nicer. The, you don't hear, in uh, chimpanzee culture, so they'll throw scat, right? But then what you don't hear, that kind of noise they make is apologizing. So the monkey will throw the scat, and, he'll, and the, immediately he'll go, Ah, what have I done? I'm so emotional. That was the first, I'm so sorry. I got so mad, and you were frustrating and angering me and making me afraid, and I just I grabbed poo, and I tossed it. And now I feel awful. And my guilt is making me homicidal. So it's a weird sort of uh, roller coaster I got on or, or not roller coaster. What am I thinking? What's the one that goes around? Smorgasbord. Merry-go-round. Smorgasbord. They do have buffets that are a circle that can kill you. Because I don't know where to. I don't know where to. It's this. There's a buffet in Las Vegas that's a Moebius strip, and you look up and you see other people suspended from the ceiling at the buffet and everything, and you walk and it never ends, and then you burst. But somehow they make money from it. I don't know how that is, giving away all that stuff. Well, because you get to gamble, because other people are betting on who's going to burst. And so they make, it makes up for that from those, from those wagers. Wagering, it makes it sound nicer. You want to wager? You're, I'm stronger than you. You want to wager? People say bet, though, because you can spit and say it. Well, I guess you can spit and say any word if you've got a mind to. You get some get some spit in there, even if it's an inhale word. What's a what's a word that you have to inhale to say? Maybe they don't have that in my language. There's something. I don't know. We don't have those sounds. I'm gonna add them. If I had my own village, I could add all sorts of things to my uh, fricatives and things like that. We'd be Victor Borga land, and people would be and all that kind of stuff in right in the. Right in the words, or, or difficult to make sounds. 
like that. I don't know. I'm not very good at other languages, so I don't mind making my own. That's how I approach music, and many poor musicians will do that. They're like, I give up on other people's songs. I'm going to make mine. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love Like that's, sometimes that's just better. So I'm never going to learn Moon River. As long as I sit down here, this the notes just jump around on the page. I don't know if it's upside down or what, but I'm just going to go ahead and make up songs by just slamming my hands down on the keys. Gently. And then I think I'll make something beautiful by chance. I don't know how many monkeys it is that that working on a project can recreate something. It depends. A lot of it's one thing for a script, and we talk about that in terms of how many monkeys. How many monkeys would it take to do that randomly over time? And for some things, for some movies, I see I'm thinking. Three monkeys, three days. But for other things that are more complex, that have more subtlety to them, then it would take the monkeys longer and more monkeys because you have to spread out. And the, some of the monkeys should be from, should probably be from Ivy Leaguers. I don't mean to, you know, oh, that's not everything. You can study by your... You can, if you have a good public library... You can be as qualified as uh, a Yale law school graduate who can't pass the bar. I think you'd be on an even, you'd be on a totally even footing. And then what, you could conquer the world like that. Can you imagine how much information is in that library that could, is really subversive? Like, oh, this is how to, how to, rever- how to reverse creation and, and, Set back, set time going backwards. How to reverse the arrow of time, I think, is probably in there. Nobody checks it out. Why? I don't know. It might be in Latin. A lot of times people are all stick up their nose to pop up books. You could put the, the answer to all human questions in a pop up book, and nobody, only like a seven year old, will, will, will get it. Say, oh, I got it. It's in my pop-up book. Nonsense. Nothing like that could appear in a book so childish. So it could, though. And we know that now. I like to uh, uh, look for answers in unlikely places, like in the question section. Because a lot of times, all you have to do to answer a question is get rid of that question mark and make it into a statement. For instance... Y'all hungry? can just be, y'all hungry. And then you you're answered your own question, you can go get the food. Cut that out, that, all that question asking sometimes. I know I say that, oh, there's better questions are better than answers. But sometimes I think that's true if you're looking for the truth. But sometimes just arbitrary answers are fine. Just whatever. You know, if the correct is the enemy of the I'm going to die before you order. Sometimes, like if it's food, what do we order? What are we going to get? What kind of, <laughs> what kind of food? I don't know, but it's going to be moot in about five minutes because I will perish. And so that happens sometimes. And so some answers you just go, and then anything, you go literally anything. I think it's bad to be picky when there's people that, that's why I basically, I will eat anything put in front of me because I realize that I w- might regret it. 
if that's my last bit of food access for a while. So, oh, I turned down that thought. Oh, I'm not eating that. That's a bit fatty or something. And then, oh, somebody shanghais me, and I'm on a boat to nowhere. And I go, I wish I had had that donut because now I'm hungrier than I ought to be. And now the fat that I'm living off of is in my brain. And then I'm that, that's going to be gone soon, and then what? Oh, I'll tell you what, life can be so difficult. I recognize that and I acknowledge it and then I'm working to fix it. But I have, l- let me tell you something. Don't pin your hopes because I'm not the brightest one. And I have been occasionally self-defeating. And so if we're on the same team, heads up because I could be inadvertently working against us is what I'm saying. So I'm, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help. And uh, that's probably the problem. But that's why I do the acknowledging. I go, I will remind you that I know how serious it all is. I'm not being frivolous, just incompetent. And you'll see a lot of people say, oh, I blame this or that generation. Look at me. Look at me. Do I look able to solve? I am and I have been uh, a problem everywhere I've worked, everywhere they go, what's wrong with you? I go, I'm, I'm trying. I know you think I'm not. I, I, I'm not saying I'm not capable. Of st- I just think I can't focus is maybe the problem. But I, I, I go into a situation, and I really, I mean well. And then I find out very, very quickly that everybody else is, is showing up and paying attention just a little more than I am. And I'm always shocked because I think I'm doing okay. And then I go, no, you're not. Okay. So, and I always, I did, I do identify a lot in literature with the character who's sitting, just sitting by the side of the river. And they're going, what, what, you don't think that tomorrow's going to come? And you go, I honestly, I was not thinking about it until you just said something. I was just thinking, this is a lovely river. What a beautiful day. And then you go, oh, okay, don't you, aren't you remember that we're supposed to be stashing nuts or something like that? And then I'll get on, I'll go, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I forgot about the nut stashing, but I will help right now. I, I apologize. I don't know what I got. I'm a daydreamer, I guess is the problem. I wander off and daydream and say, what are you, what are you dreaming about? I go, oh, I wish it was a lucid daydream. I wish I was in some sort of self-directed fantasy. I'm not. I'm just floating somewhere. (laughs) I apologize. I'm back, though. And I'm going to make us all something. That's what I'll do. That's what if I usually get on a task, I'm good. Because in the middle of cooking, I won't forget I was cooking. I go, I was cooking, so I'm going to stick with it and get this meal done. Glance back at the recipe, see what I'm making. Excellent. That's what I thought. Oh, because I tell you what. I don't want to, when I'm, I'm very, um, what's the word? I feel all like grumpy and like Heidi's grandfather until I'm actually around people. And then I'm a big pushover. And then I'm always like, oh, I don't want to be with these group of people or something like that. Oh, I don't want to go see, fa-. and then I'm with them and I'm like the biggest cheerleader for being together. Oh my God, I love, so, love being in y'all's company. <laughs> it works so quickly on me. And I don't know what it is. I think it's uh, 
reciprocal affection or something that when everybody's agreeing to like one another um and you can fake it a little bit if you fake it you get some momentum that's good but then it starts to maybe just works on me because i'm naive or something it wears off when i walk away though i'll go that guy no that's not true um I i think i am sentimental I was trying to get sentimental with a very, very old uh, man in his last days. He was having none of it. I go, come on. Didn't that seem like it just went by quickly? <laughs> I don't know whether I was trying to depress him in his last moments. Uh, but he was having none. He's a joker. So he just kept joking with me, which I thought was remarkable. Just kept telling jokes. I love that. I love somebody who just will mess with you to their last breath. They're going to oh, go, you Weisenheimer. So uh, smart aleck to your last breath. Beautiful. Look at not taking it seriously right up to, to zero hour. That's amazing. I like that. You can take it seriously and not. You know, you can. This fella met all his obligations and cared for people and cared deeply. Did lots of public service uh, and for vulnerable people. And man, just jo- he's just still joking, laying in bed, can't move, still making jokes. So, man, shout out to Edwin. I got to visit with him this weekend. Went to the old, old folks' home. And so, oh, look at me. There's my future. You walk in and you just, I just see myself and my friends. And it's a little bit, you know, it's slightly grim. I like to see young people mixed in around. It's better. It's like looking at a painting that's all gray and brown. You know, it's a thing. But it's nicer if it's got all the all the colors of the rainbow and ages of the rainbow and everything. That's what I like to see. That makes me feel everything feels normal then. You know, and not like it's like there's too many babies. Creepy too. You go into the same space if it was just all that many babies. It's terrifying. They did a Simpsons like that where he walks into the uh, baby-minded place and it's all, it's crawling with babies like they're spiders. And uh, any of just one age like that, all middle schoolers, I'd freak out if I saw that many. Because anything really when it swarms or packs. So it could be, it could be anything, whether it's a bug. I was in uh, Callaway Gardens, Georgia. In Callaway Gardens in Callaway, Georgia. And there they have, that was the White House for one of the, the one of the presidents, Roosevelt or something would, would go there for the healative waters. That's not a word, curative healing waters of Callaway Garden. There's no water there. So Callaway Gardens, though, this might be, a, I'm playing, thinking of two different places maybe, but they have a butterfly house the butterflies have have assembled themselves into a house no that's not true it's a big dome like a a hothouse and in the hothouse are butterflies an excessive amount a lot a disconcerting amount you say they can't get enough butterflies hold my hold my butterfly beer because they did it in callaway gardens you will see uh, at the very least, you'll go, well, this is disconcerting. And at the most, you'll go, I'm not going in there. They're insects. 
So it's a little, you know, it can be much for some. I would love to have one that's just different kinds of flies, not stinging ones, hopefully, to see if people can tolerate that. I know they got poopy feet. That's where people go, oh, flies, you don't want flies on you because they just, the last thing they were stepping on was poop. They go, well, or a Dorito. So you don't know. I mean, they could have wiped the poop off on the Dorito and then they land on you and they're fine. They're virtually clean. And they lick their little hands, their little paws, I think, with their compound eyes. They get them extra clean because they go, oh, I see all the little, all the, the schmutz on my furry little paws. Little fly paws. I obviously am not a biologist. I am no, um, what's the fella here? Thomas Hunt Morgan with his Drosophila, the fruit fly. They're so tiny. So he was the first one to discover that Drosophila spontaneously generate from bananas. No one had ever, and they, they did that, and they go, oh, the, where are the flies coming from? I think it's I think it's Louis Louis is one of the guys bananas or coffee grounds or something. If y'all clean the have the clean the office more often, and then they're like we ought to become scientists, and they started examining these Drosophila flies, and then they realized that they could genetically manipulate the Drosophila, and said let's make a let's make a knockout. And what's that? That's a fly so big, it'll, it can punch you with its little furry paw. And they go, no, let's give it the head of a man. So they made all sorts of things back then. This is, this is the, like the, I guess it's the 1900s. They don't teach the history of science enough either. It's one thing, just it's a, hard enough to teach science. For instance, we had two... Uh, bowling teams in my high school. We had one bowling team that actually bowled, and they would bowl the ball down and hit the pins, and the other bowling team was sponsored by Brunswick, and it was just bowling history. So those, those guys didn't bowl, but they would get together and they would study bowling, the history of bowling, all sorts of, they could tell you the names, oh my gosh, they had cards for all the players I couldn't even name I can't really name one I used to be able to name one or two because they're sometimes their names were written on the bowling ball but I can't even uh, remember anymore uh, too much strength gosh one of them's maybe John something but um, that was fantastic and they would compete against other sports history teams the baseball ones forget it <laughs> baseball, uh, those baseball sports history teams at my high school, at least, knew more than the players because the players were just like, oh, I just know how to play. And they'd laugh and they'd go, but well, you don't even know, you know, stats and everything. But that's what I've tried to do with radio is not learn really how to do it, but just memorize the names of people who have done it. And then figure out how on my own how to do it. No, that's not true. Listen, if you are interested in Japanese literature, you should read a short story called The Tiger Poet. And the reason is, it will make you go get lessons. Because you will see uh, the, the horrible fate 
of one who becomes arrogant about their art and, and, and feels like they don't need any kind of instruction and forgets the craft and wants all of the uh, acclaim or something for being uh, mediocre at something that takes a lifetime of, of devotion and study. And uh, it really does. And uh, that's fine if you don't do it. I guess it's the entitlement, you know, don't feel you're owed anything. So that's the, that's the only thing. There's nothing sadder than uh, bringing your crude watercolor to the museum and, th and saying, I, I believe that I'm also an artist. Because you may or may not be. Who knows? Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether you do anything well or not. I like to just be able to do things. It's like cooking. If you can feed yourself, die ain't you. If you can feed yourself and, add, and know how to add spices, die ain't you. It's all enough, right? Oh, my goodness. I, um, I give thanks except for the things that I shake my fist at and curse. So I don't give thanks for the, for the crummy things. That's just how I do it. Uh, I don't know who I'm shaking my fist at. That's a problem, just in general, until I, I go, okay, well, there's nothing I can do about it. I do realize that uh, closed eyes are one of my, not literal ones, but when I choose not to see, not the real kind of seeing, not, not you know what I mean, when I choose not to perceive, when I stop trying to understand when I impose my wishes or expectations on the world and instead of trying to experience it clearly and gain some understanding of what's going on and figure it out on its terms you know, then I don't know when I'm now see I've not painted myself into a rhetorical corner because there's no there's no corners if you're not trying to make a point, you're all right. You come upon me. I am sitting on a stool. I seem to be whittling. That old man there, what is he wearing? He's wearing some sort of overalls or coveralls or uh, something alls. Underoos. And he is whittling with a knife. He has got a piece of wood in his left hand, and his right hand is a knife. It looks like it's... Uh, pocket knife folds into itself perhaps and he is whittling as distinct from carving he is sort of shaving off bits and you come upon him and you say what are you making and you say he says I'm making something without a point and you say well what doesn't have a point and he says, a spoon, or I say, because it's me, a spoon. And you say, let me see the spoon. And I hold up the spoon, and it has a point on it. And you go, is that a really a spoon? Because it, it seems to have a point. And I say, it's a grapefruit spoon. And you say, a giant wooden grapefruit spoon? And I say... I told you it didn't have a point, or it was pointless. There's no point. Remember the point part? Because it means two things. It's a homonym, and you go, oh, you just, you've ruined it. 
Now you've over-talked it. You've over-explained. You should have just had silence after you said, remember I told you you didn't have a point, and then just, I'll know next time. Well, there may not be a next time. I don't mean there not be another show. That's very likely. But who knows? You don't. We don't know because of the way that sometimes the earth just opens up and swallows us. And sometimes we don't even know what happens because it'll regurgitate us back identically without us knowing it's done it. And uh, how it does that, I'll never know. But I do, I have no proof of it, but I know I do periodically feel as if I've been swallowed by the earth, as if some kind of giant fiery maw has sucked me into its gut, into its bowels, and I'm being digested in its magma. And uh, then, it, then it ends. Then I'm good. I don't know what that's all about. I imagine it's blood sugar. I do feel that often that things are going on uh, chemically inside of me. I do too. You sound like you're on drugs. I'll tell you what I'm on. I'm on blood pressure medicine. and You know what it makes me? Vengeful. No, it doesn't. I'm just kidding. But there are things I feel like that are going on inside of me uh, that are beyond my control. And like what? Oh, like everything. And I'm not sure who I am because I talk about myself and like I and me. I can't stop myself. So there's at least two of me. Um, there might be more of me because when I'm alone, some of them have distinct voices. No, they don't. I like to speak things out loud like that to make sure I'm really thinking them. Oh, you bet you are, buddy. Or, I don't know, making them real sometimes makes them less scary. Someone behind you! No, there's not. You're just trying to trick me. <laughs> That's awful. Your brain wants to, to trick you, and it'll do that sometimes. As you get older, oh, my goodness. Senescence is an adventure. Anything with a brain can be an adventure because it just look what a gooball it is in your head. Oh, bless it every day. Say, oh, gooball, stay stable. Oh, please. It can be affected by things. Oh, you can hurt people uh, psychologically deeply. It's real. You know, it isn't, uh, you don't have to be uh, any kind of weak or something to be damaged by the actions of others. Oh, my goodness. Our hearts all wired together with our nerves and our emotions it's all one big thing and people can and really lots of human beings have access to it can you imagine just all these strangers having a key to your house that's what it's like just being a human sometimes so i'm not going to let it get to me oh good luck gosh good luck if if uh human beings direct their negative energy against you you know they don't even have to touch you it can be absolutely horrifying you imagine that and uh gosh that's what it's like living with a brain or living with emotions or and for some it's worse than others and these things that make us interesting or, or sweet good people can absolutely goodness destroy us can you imagine that here's my friend um old vulnerable vic and we love vulnerable vic and uh, 
you know, let's just hope nothing happens. So that's the thing, you know, I'm like cuddly bunnies. Well, your alligator people probably got, might eat them. So just be aware. Oh, so I say I want to protect myself with other soft-bellied creatures. That's why I get together in numbers. I say, oh, waddly penguin folk. I have an idea where we all get on a, we all scrum together and we'll take turns being on the outside. And that's how I, that's how I want to, I want to do it. Look towards the animal kingdom. So let's do that. Let's gather together, oh, those, oh, tender-hearted ones. Oh, this world, come to me. Oh, here's Hardy, look at me. How can, you will not save me. You are a chubby waddling penguin. Exactly, look to my right and left. Other chubby, chub, you know. Yes, chubby waddling penguins. Yes, so look at them. See, we all, we will surround you. Oh, especially those of you who have downy feathers. So, well, protect you in our penguin scrum. From what? Well, we don't know. That's why we're not going to, you know, you don't, that's, this is a multi-purpose one. It could be a, a sea lion or aliens or anything else. Who knows what? We don't know what's going to come. Terror birds. They were once a thing. It could come back. Who knows? That's what I'm worried about. Not making somebody making dinosaurs in a lab. Oh, bring back a T-Rex. That won't happen. Because the environment's not right. I'm, I'm, I'm worried about reviving something that would, ju- that would thrive. You know, like a terror bird or something. I don't know. They might. Just a, just a carnivorous neck level with a jaw like a... Oh, horrifying. So I don't know, or even the saber tooths. They would be that one of them roaming the neighborhoods. That's more. Oh, it's, don't worry, it's a little, it's a little black bear. No, it's not. It's not. It's a saber toothed tiger. Woolly mammoths would be cute, until you were like trying to garden. I don't know. I don't know. I don't mind. I don't mind sharing the environment with other creatures. My goodness. Um, someday we might have to share with some sort of Star Trek creature, lizard, lizard folk. And you know what? It isn't them. It isn't their skin. It isn't their makeup that would be the problem. It would be their silver tunics. You'd go, that is ugly, man, silver tunics. Y'all could wear something so much more flattering than that. But then you get in a big fight. I don't know. I want to keep. I want to keep relations good with those around me. Always see who's running the kitchen, and then that's your friend. So anything, whether it's prison or church or anything, go right to kitchen person. Say, hey, now, I was wondering if there's something off menu that was good. Like you didn't have enough to serve everybody, but maybe all are going to have some later. Go, yes, full Madonna's. I love that. I love Fava's. You know me and fava beans and garlic. They're ruined by the movie that the guy's going, I'm going to eat a person. I'm going to eat a person. And also, now I'm going to say the name of a bean and wreck it for everybody because they're going to go smack their lips and say the name. Dang it, I wish he had said Bilotti beans or something like that. Uh, Berlotti beans. Is that what they're called? You know about that 
big fight I got into with Vicki Bennett. <laughs> no, it's a joke. She was saying Berlotti, and I don't know what, I didn't know what she was saying because she's not from the United States. And so we have a different dialect. So get all, there's all sorts of misunderstandings. So sometimes I think she's calling me names or something, and I'll, I'll throw stuff at her, and then I'll go, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I don't know what made me throw that. No, this is not true. It is, it is, and it isn't. I don't think I need to say, oh, I'm kidding, when I'm kidding like that. Stop that. Just let it hang out there. Let people think you're insane or something, I think. You shouldn't. You don't know. You might be. Things I think I'm kidding are probably not. They're just really revealing. I've never thrown anything at Vicky, though. I don't, I don't think. It's weird that I had to think about it, but I don't think I have. Maybe a remote control. I don't think I threw it. But anyway, so, uh, but that's how, the, how to win friends and keep them is a book I need. I got the win friends I'm good at. No, I can keep them too, I think. I don't want to keep them. I want to set them free. I don't mind setting things free if they don't come back. Oh, set it free if it doesn't come back. Like your inner power or something, like I mentioned earlier. Who knows? I think the, uh, but keeping things, keeping anything captive, I can't do it. I'm a bad jailer. I'm a bad jailer. I would make a good unjailer, whoever lets you out. All right, well, here I am to let you out. Enjoy. Thank you. Bye. Bye. The unjailer. I'll just free you. I am I do not have the power to free you, your mind or your body or anything. So I'm so I'm so sorry. I would though. I would smuggle something in. If I thought you were self-oppressing, I would find a way of getting some file in there in a cake so that you could free yourself. I want I don't want you beating up on you. It's not worth it. But I'm a terrible person, you don't know. Ugh. I mean, I'm not saying that you're not good at something. But I know there's worse. You know, I, I, you'll be discouraged how you don't even really, you probably don't even rank as a, as a terrible person. I know that comes as a blow. Well, I thought at least I was a good, terrible person. No, probably not. Probably not. Probably you're just kind of a, a, kind of a lame, good person. Oh, are you sure no, I'm not... Terrible person? No, probably not. I might be. Maybe you were, but you let your your games slid since then. So I'm sorry. You've gotten better. Well, you know, I don't know if that's important. A lot of bad people are never going to be. You know, they're not real bad people. Don't think they're bad, probably. So I don't know. Maybe they do. Uh, and uh, gosh, you know what I want. I don't, I don't know what I want, but I think, and I wouldn't tell you. Why would I tell you? Bless you. I might. It depends how manipulative I am. I might hint. You might be able to figure out what I want. I won't come out and say it, though, because I don't want to manipulate you. So I just, but I won't resent you if, if I don't get it. So that's good, too. So you'll never know, and I'll go to my grave, and I won't know what I want, and you won't know what I want, and nobody will be harmed by it. Oh, my goodness, I have never felt the need to solve the world. Let the world solve itself. 
and I'll solve small things like the crossword puzzle. Oh, I wish I had a middle name like Robert Olin Butler, and then I would be a four-letter answer in the New York Times crossword like Nora Ephron's first name or... Well, somebody like that. Those four-letter names are often, but Hardy they don't ever have. Nobody knows me anyway. Nobody doing the New York Times. They'd get Will Short would get a letter. Dear New York Times, your last clue: Hardy White is not famous enough to be in your puzzle. I'm sorry. So, uh, you know, but I don't know. Um, I'd love to. Gosh, I'd love to be. I would love to be in there somewhere. Maybe just a reference. Some like put in there. Uh, I don't know. Something about Shemp's been a, uh, an answer before, but that's not me. Lots of people love Shemp. How would I know it's me? I'm talking to you, New York Times. A lot of people see want to be. Are there people actively trying to get into the puzzle? Probably. I'm probably not the only one, and I don't deserve it. I should try to accomplish something. That's what I should try to do. I think first get a statue or an HBO special and then get into the puzzle because there's lots of people that are that get up to, you know, $200, $300 on Cameo and they're not in the puzzle. So don't you arrogant fool think that you can get in there. How long will I have to do? I think I have another 30 or 40 years on radio before I have any kind of like, he was on radio a long time. And then it'll be 70 years or something. And then that might do it. If I hit the 70 years on radio mark, I don't know, what am I at? 30? So if I hit, if I hit 70, so 40 more years, I'm so tired. I'm not going to make it. Oh, maybe I get, well, I can do it. I can get a rest between this show and the next one. That's the thing. That's, I'm always, I'm always pretty, pretty fired up by the next, by the next week. If I was doing it every day, gosh, couldn't you imagine they having something to say every day? No. That's why they, they, uh, they don't on the everyday talk shows. Aren't you mad? Do you want to pretend we're mad just for fun? I am mad about injustice. I know, but, like, you must be, t that's, you know, you're going to leave me and go back to being tired, about, mad about injustice. Let's be mad. Let's not be mad, then. Let's do something else. Oh, give me a, I'm just here to love you. I'm, I'm hugging you. I'm thinking of other ways to hug you. You know, sometimes I've found it necessary to talk about things like, uh, you know, identity and, and who we are, and I'll talk about philosophical paradoxes, right? Like the ship of Theseus and, you know, who, who are you if you're completely replaced? And I remember there was, a, I'm not going to mention the person's name, but there was one of these people that was, that, that preaches wellness, you know, to the guise of science. It's science, not science. And uh, they were saying every cell in your, your whole body replaces itself, ship of Theseus-like, every once in a while, every cell is new, you know, which is not true. Uh, you know, so you're actually a completely different person. So there's a way of like using that phenomenon, like the transporter on Star Trek to arrest some sort of disease. So since everything replaces itself and you'll be a totally different person. Well, a a all of this is nonsense. Uh, first of all, did you learn that by 
no, I've just, I've been alive a long time and I've just watched things die. And so that's crazy. You can't will yourself out of that. Um, but that said, it's extra crazy. What are you talking about? But anyway, uh, my point is this. There's not going to be answers in traditional questions always. And sometimes the answers lie in things that seem illogical or just impressions or, or poetry. Do you ever see like a, a, a work of art and you go, what does that mean? And they go, don't worry about what it means. You know, how does it make you feel kind of thing? And you go, oh, well, that's baloney. They go, okay, it's baloney. How does baloney make you feel? Hungry, repulsed, something like that. So it's a valid thing, though, because some things can't be described uh, or interpreted. They can only be described how you, how you felt. And that's all that I would trust. So if you came out of an experience, you could tell me what you smell and what you saw and everything. But when you get into trying to interpret it, that's when you can go wrong. And so I do trust people's feelings a lot. You know, what, what are we feeling? What are you feeling is happening? When you see a piece of art or something, you know, listen to my show. Don't figure out what I'm saying. What do you feel? When you feel more bored and sleepy? Bored and sleepy, that's good. Bored and sleepy. And what would that, why would you think I want you to feel that? So that I forget what you said and they forget that you're on or something and no maybe you don't want me to be bored or sleepy I don't know maybe but if I did why would I want you to be um God, I don't remember anything right now there you go what's going on oh it's like being on a massage table it is like being on a massage table I like often to lose myself that way I'm not less alive on the massage table. I'm not shirking my responsibility by allowing myself to feel my fingers and my feet and everything and experience the air on my skin. That's not, uh, I don't think that's running from anything. I don't think that's escaping anything. Sometimes I think that one way to be fully present is to be fully present and to cast away all the detritus that you have uh, gotten on you, accumulated as you walk through time and all these impressions and everybody everybody's putting stuff on your words and all these false interpretations and it it, it keeps you from seeing because you're naming you're walking through the woods and you see a tree and you go that is an oak and i go shut up don't limit it take that word away we use those words for something but right now that's not what this is don't name it. Look at it. Experience it. Because if you, if you start to name everything, you can be sucked into somebody else's story and you could be the villain of their story. You could be the bad guy of their story. And you could be sucked in by their words. Oh, by their names. What they name things. What they call things. And so be careful what stories you step into and whose worlds you step into. You can see them with fresh eyes and ears and senses and whatever sense you have. If you're down to only touch or anything, that's, that is still experiencing life. 
but when those things get in, they're yours. They don't belong to those who would define you by their limiting stories or worse, their menacing stories, their violent stories. Oh, help me just hear hearty. Help me not name hearty. Help me just feel it. Can you? Can you feel it? I apologize. Can you? I'm starting to sing Apples and Stereo song, which is a fine song, and I can feel it. And now I'll play that. Here, I'll cue it up. Thank you, everybody. See you next week. Can you feel it? Nope. I'm not going to play it. But. I will use this uh, little uh, last time we have together to say something musically. And do you wear a special uniform or something that we, we can go, there's that Dada man. Just come up with a thing. Does it make both men and women very happy? I hope. I went for a walk and talked briefly to a chalk drawing in the park about grief. You see, he recently lost three chief medical degrees seeking these three. Did I say three? I meant free medical debris, speaking parts or roles in the upcoming play about leaking old decay, which smarts because these used to be nice parts. And we play over that way with bed springs and gold rings made from the dynamite, which we forged from large opinions of ourselves and others like those two, which we called the taller, smaller, poorer, holler, smothered brothers who installed gutters and work brothers but mothers and a small dog named muffin or butter or butter log the days of fine ambrosia cloaked in roses hoses like moses father-in-law jethro supposes on this winter's day the leaves are dick brown who drew high and lowest for eons but isn't around because he's dead morbid facts about funny papers sap your mid-nap running joke because the end just isn't funny I'm not funny. say we don't have fun but we do no i don't know if they say that but they're uh, we do you are listening to miracle nutrition with hardy white on wfmu east orange wmfu mount hope 91.9 in rockland county in new york city new york and online worldwide at wfmu.org thanks so much for being with me and i will see y'all again next week
Twins name was Ebony. Her name was Mahogany. 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 Twins name was Ebony.
Mommy, are we moving? Yes. Yes, baby. Stay in the car and watch your baby sister. I'll be right back. I have something to tell Daddy before we leave. Isn't Daddy coming with us, Mommy? No. Not this time, baby. Not this time.